Dear Lord, thank you very much for the opportunity to meet again today on Wednesday. It's hard to believe it's half, can't mean it's halfway over. Lord, I pray a blessing. Uh, teach us some th new things today. Um, inspire us, and Lord, may it translate ultimately in young people making decisions for you. That's what it's all about. So Lord, just guiding that process is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. There's this philosophy I think you have to have when you're teaching Sabbath school, and that is it's not a one-day-a-week thing. It's not an hour and a half. It, it's going to be a lifestyle. And so once you establish your team, like you got your squad, like this is our leadership team here, and then our leadership team over here, and, and you, you, you have your crew and you're meeting together, Here's what I found. You're just, you're just so attractive and nice, and I'm just going to want to spend more time with you. And oh, I got to be, you know, the more that we act like Jesus together, the more we're going to be like, this is awesome. Now, every now and then you're going to run into people like, this is not awesome, and, and pray that the Lord, you know, sends them another way. But, but the point is, like, once you spend more time with each other, you're going to enjoy it. So, so anyway, there's, there's this conversation that you have once you're getting Sabbath schools clicking, you start talking about, hey, well, what could we do in the community? How could we help people? How could we show people Jesus? Because this is Christ's method. Ellen White says that Christ's method alone, if you just did what he did, you would have success when reaching the people. And he did something really, really simple. He mingled with people. Like, hey, how's it going? Good. Good. I'm Chad. I'm Denisa. Denisa, nice to meet you. So, where are you from? You know, mingle. It's one who desired their good. He wasn't creepy. He wasn't weird. He didn't meet like, hey, Kelly, how are you? I noticed that you did this and you're wrong. You know, he didn't, he didn't create prejudice. He removed prejudice. So he mingled, got to know them. And so, so then what, once he mingled with them and they knew that he wanted their good, then he did something really interesting. He, uh, he met their needs. He just met their needs. Like, oh, hey, I noticed you uh, had a need, Len. I'd love to help you out. Right? He sympathized with them. He didn't be like, oh, you know, the reason why you can't walk is you're fat, you know, type of thing. <laughs> no, he never did that. Like, he sim not that you are my slim brother. <laughs> not that you are. But you follow, you follow what I'm saying? You know, like, he, was, he sympathized with them. He met their needs. And then he went, like, when people help you and they're kind to you, you, you they win your confidence. And that's what she says in the quote. She's like, you know, you, you won their confidence. And then after all of that happened, he said, you should follow me. And they were fine doing it. Now, we read stories like, of course he did. He gave five, uh, fish sandwiches to 5,000 people who wouldn't want to follow that. And, but I'm saying at a lower level, have you not experienced that? Haven't you had friends that you or people you met, you met their needs and you're just super awesome to them? And the next thing you know, like they'll do whatever you want to do because they just, people want those type of people in their lives, right? Givers, doers, right? So because of that philosophy, that came birth to from the youth department of this term called field work. And field work is just simply this. It's a process where you learn how to meet, meet, meet new friends in the community by meeting their needs. That's it. Say, I don't know you, but I want to meet your needs. Be your friend. And so we, we started this conversation, had this, had this process. So today I thought it would be good to show you a process that could maybe help you during the week. 
Okay? Now, this is a process. It's not a product. I'm not going to say we're all going to sell widgets and that's how we're going to win people to Jesus. What I'm going to do is I'm going to teach you a process how to take your team, your Sabbath school class, your, your leadership team to go through this process. And then when you're finished, you're like, hey, this is perfect for Onaway. Because what's perfect for Onaway is probably not perfect for Ithaca. And definitely not Holly or Holland. So it's going to be different. But the process, if you follow it, should give you that same great product, okay? So here's where we're at. You're in your groups, okay? We're going to need, uh, Teacher Brenda, we're going to need to pass out some sticky notes. And we're going to do a little activity that's going to be somewhat, uh, it's intentionally, what's the right word? Light, okay? With the intention of you teach, just to teach the process. And then once we're done with the process, you got a particular color. Um, there you go. Once you have the process down, we're then going to do it from a ministry perspective. Does that make sense? Okay, so this, uh, this, is, this is what I'd like you to do. Does everybody have sticky notes? Does, does anyone need a pen or a marker? Okay, so here's how this is going to work. And oh yeah, let me, let me set the stage. And this is kind of a, to create a, somewhat of a safe zone. I believe that every idea should live for at least 60 seconds. Okay? Then you can take your knives and just stab them to death. No, don't do that. But, but I mean, like, if someone comes up with an idea that you think that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard, don't say that. Give it 60 seconds, and then it'll probably die out of its own. But we want to be able to just share any idea and to be able to process it. So does that make sense? So every, everything should, and then, and then yesterday, remember we talked about the power of the word and, right? So when someone comes up with an idea, a creative idea, instead of going, no, 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 no. Or let me tell you why it won't work. Have you ever been in a meeting with somebody and they just want to tell you why it won't work? I've had, and Jeff, you probably had this experience. You have people that are asking you to help them. And you go in and go, okay, tell me your experience. They tell you everything. And you start to tell them an idea. And they go, they, they're, they're, they're very confident that they know that anything you're going to present is not going to work. So you end the meeting going, well, I'll continue to be frustrated. Because what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result, right? Okay, so here's the activity. You... And then both sides, and then we'll let you go. You are, um, you have a bunch of cows. Okay? You have cows. This group, cows, I don't care how many number you want. If you want to have it just be one cow, that'd be fun. Let's do that. No, let's do uh, You got three cows. Let's do that. Three cows. You have three cows. You have three cows. Okay? And you're a church. Okay? So here's what I want you to do. Um, you're thinking of a way to, A, do one of two things. Whether you think this is ethical or not, that's fine. That's a different discussion. We're going to be okay with this. You're, either gonna, you're going to either use the cows to help your community or raise money for your church. So you've got to figure out something to do with these cows. So you, you have two activities. The first activity is this. I want you to brainstorm on your sticky notes and then stick them on the wall in one section. And if you want one person to do it or that's fine. 
But you're going to put all of the strengths or the qualities of the cow, the three cows, on this side. Everything you think, hey, this is really, really. And then, and then once you get all your strengths done, then you're going to then move to the second phase. And that is, you're going to discuss what are some of the needs in the community that those cows, their strengths, might be able to meet. You follow what I'm saying? So you're almost trying to create a business model, if you will, uh, what someone might need or someone might be willing to pay for. Does that make sense? Okay, so let's try it. Uh, first, first, first part, and then I'll, 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 I'll give you a certain amount. We'll give you five minutes, and we'll switch to the next five. First five minutes, what, what are the strengths of your cows? Go. Yeah, one per sticky note. One, one strength per sticky note of the cow right here. And, and by the way, good question. People are asking, what kind of cow? It's up to you. We'll give you that type of cow. Brown, black, milk, bull, whatever. I don't know. Okay, strengths of cows. Your cows. All right, we have any more strengths? Good. All right. Yeah, go ahead. Keep running. No, yeah. So um, what we'll do, Brenda, when we, <laughs> once we get all of our strengths, uh, let, why don't you read those to your group? I'll read them to mine, and then uh, we'll, go, we'll go from there. Any other strengths? Are we doing it at different times? Oh, no, we'll do it at the same time. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, do that. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. All right, here we go. We got... Um, okay, so now that we have the strengths, now here's the thing. Um, so the next thing is, what are some needs... And I'm going to combine the question, and you'll separate it when we do it for a ministry model. But the next piece is, what are some of the needs of the community that the strengths of these cows might be able to, to, to meet or to provide, right? And so you can come up with a, um, uh, this is an, this, they call this the ideation process. So you come up with ideas and possible solutions. I'm going to give one that this group had already had written down is, um, cows like to eat grass, so we could rent out our cows as lawnmowers. We would just drop the cow off, and, and they would eat their lawn uh, and that type of thing. So, but anyway, so come up with some ideas on how the cows um, might be able, their strengths would meet the needs of their community. Got it? And so, again, this is that whole 60-second every idea, you know. So go ahead and put those on, and then we'll discuss that. So. All right, so um, once you decide on your idea, then what you would do is it, you have your prototype, right? Then you would work through the logistics of it and say, you know, this is how we could make this work. Uh, you, you, you make a list of things that need to happen. And then how do you, you know, then you would just, people would volunteer, you would sign based on strength. Like, okay, you're going to work the financial part of it. You're going to work the modeling part of it. You're going to make the ice cream, whatever. You, you follow what I'm saying? You're going to sell the calves. You're going to work the garden. And so now what you have is you've got contributors, you have people that have bought in to this ministry and they're no longer consumers. And when people come to your Sabbath school, you have so many needs for your ministry, you're like, oh, welcome to our class. The joke was, welcome to our class, now go put on a cow suit and hold out the sign for the ice cream. Like, you know, you're, 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 you're bringing them in, inner circle, like right away, like, hey, we need you come join us type of thing instead of, man, I sure hope you enjoyed the donuts and the movie and the candy this morning. Come back next week for more candy. You know, like that. Where, but we really, we really have a set up a society of consumers and we, under, we don't understand why 
they don't want to stick around unless it's a party. Well, that's all we're giving them. But God has created us to be something more. And if it's selfish, it's not going to work. But when, when you really are sold out for Christ and you're using His methods, people couldn't stay away from Him. I mean, think about it. He had to sneak away. Sometimes He would have to go, look, stay. <laughs> Get on the boat and go, go, go. Right? Would that be amazing if that's how it was with our churches? And I think it can be. So, going through this process, just to, to, to go through again, if, if we can, um, let's, let's go through it differently. And now, here's the, here's the first thing we're going to do. Okay? Your, the, let me set the stage here. You're a Sabbath school, and, and, and it doesn't matter about age. You're you. You're your age. This is your Sabbath school class. Okay? If you want, if it helps you to pick a location, if you want to say we live in Detroit or we live in Holland or whatever, you can do that, but it's, it, it's probably better to do that. Okay? Um, so pick an area that you all are familiar with. So let's do that right now. Your group, this group. Pick a, pick a town that you like. Everyone's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I kind of have an idea of what that town is somewhat like. Oh, okay. It's local. Okay. So you're good. Are you all you're all familiar with Edmore? You're good with Edmore. Oh, okay, good, good. So you're Edmore. Okay, you're Grand Rapids. Okay, good. So we got kind of a country city-ish type feel. Okay, perfect. Sorry. So now here's okay, we're gonna go through this process again. You're you, you have your life experiences, you have your strengths, you have your, you know, everything that's you. What now what we're gonna do is we're gonna just sit down and this is where this is where this is not the time to be humble. This is not the time to be shy. Just write it on your sticky note and stick it up there. The strengths that you these are qualities that you or others have recognized that you are competent in. So like if you're amazing with tools or you're an amazing cook or a speaker or whatever it is that you're good at, you write that on a sticky note and we're going to stick that up here on the wall. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, please do. Yep. All right, go. Nope, cows are done. You've made your garden and the ice cream has been licked. I don't understand what we're doing. Okay, good question. Good question. You're writing down what your strengths are. Yes, like what, what, you're, what you're good at. Yeah, you're personally good at. This is, these are strengths that you have. We tend to overestimate other people's gifts and underestimate our own. So if you're like, all I know how to do is talk, write it down. All I know how to do is listen, write it down. Trust me, these are strengths. Okay, so once we've done a strengths assessment... Now what we're going to do is we're going to go through what we call an empathy assessment. So this is where you're looking through your community. In this case, it's Grand Rapids. In your case, it's Edmore. And you're saying, you know, what are people really struggling with? Or what are people really need in Edmore? So this would involve you actually knowing what's going on in Edmore, right? And walking around, having conversations. But in the next section, <laughs> what's that? It's not without the theme was the game when you're talking about the dairy farm. Oh, so now you're like, I don't want to. You want to switch, Edmore, you can, whatever. But um, your next section is, 
what are we, uh, what are the needs, do we, what needs do we have in the community around us in whether it's Edmore or Grand Rapids? So you're gonna write that down again, this is just your perception. Write down what do you think are some of the needs of your communities that you've chosen? Go ahead, one per sticky note. All right, here's, here's what I want you to do now. Um, okay, we're gonna, I want you in, in both groups, read, um, Brennan, if you just read the, um, some of the needs. And then if somebody needs to clarify, if someone needs clarification, just, just call out, hey, clarification. And then whoever wrote it, say, this is what I meant. Okay. And then we'll just zip through this. you got about two, three minutes to do that. Okay, you've got those needs down? Yep. Okay, so now here's what you're going to do. Um, and, and, and to be quite honest, you're, in reality, you might pick a bunch of these. But if you can narrow it down to one idea that you want to try and prototype, you would do that. Okay. <laughs> Now, for sake of time, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just, we're just going to do one, and then I, I want to talk to you about the levels of this, of this process and why it's a good one, okay? I believe. Um, so, once you pick something, okay, so I'll use one that I think I heard over there. Did you have homelessness? Shelter, okay, okay. All right, so let's use that one. That's, that's, a, that's a, a very popular right, ministry. Um, so if that was an issue, then what you would do then is you would say, okay, based on the strengths of our group, how could we start a ministry that would help homelessness? Okay, and I, and I want to give you a very specific example. There's a, a, up north a little town called Cadillac, there are a group of young people that said, you know, we want to fight homelessness. How could we do that? And they sat around and they, and we, they had some organizers. They had some people that were really strong in video skills. And so they said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to stuff a backpack full of things. And we're going to videotape it. And we're going to videotape helping people. And we're going to ask people to help us help them. So they, they literally showed this video and it said, this is what you can fit in this backpack. And he was like, a water bottle, a Bible, a pair of underwear, toiletries, and, and, and just... And um, it costs us $8 to do this. And we want to help homelessness. And then they went out and did it and they videotaped it and they said, hey, uh, how did you feel about that experience? They videotaped the young people. And the young people said, man, it was crazy. I was freezing, but this guy lives out here. And they were just sharing testimonies. And then they got done and they just said, you know, come to our Facebook page if you want to help. Well, they went to uh, their church and said, this is what we're trying to do. And uh, hey, we found out the union would match. And this is something you should know. Every few years in Indiana, a little town called Shipshawana, um, they have a Lake Union Youth event. And if you come and say, uh, we have an idea for a ministry like this, one kid says, uh, I want to take people to Taco Bell and tell them about Jesus. It's by Taco Bell ministry. If you come up with a plan and ask for money, we'll give it to you. If your board approves it, we'll match whatever they say. Well, these homeless kids, ministry people, <laughs> they went to the board and said, hey, they'll match whatever you say. And the board goes, we think this is a fantastic idea. We'll give you $5,000. So they went to the union and said, our board gave us five grand. The union said, we'll give you five. So now... They have ten grand to do this ministry. They travel all over the state, 
And they pass out backpacks and they tell people about Jesus. And they're in. Kiss what I'm saying? So, now, does that happen every time? No. But it happens quite a bit. I could tell you more stories, but I can't. Now, let me tell you why this is powerful. Your Sabbath school now is engaged. And they're wanting to help. So you are helping the people, i.e. the homeless people, that's good. You're mentoring and discipling your kids, that's good. And then here's the next level, which I love. A lot of people in this world are not interested in coming to church, but they're very interested in acting like Jesus. So if I ask my friend Carrie, hey, will you come to church with me? If Carrie is not a believer, she would be like, might be like, I don't think so. But if I said, hey, Carrie, you want to come help us feed the homeless? There's a strong chance that Carrie would go, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, that'd be good. So now Carrie is inner circle. She's part of the ministry, and she hangs out with these people on a consistent basis, and she's part of the group. I'm a believer that it's just a matter of time before the Holy Spirit's going to win this. And Carrie's going to be like, you know, I like you people. Well, come to Sabbath school. Because Sabbath school is just going to be just like it is now. Because now we're all contributors, not consumers. Right? So this thing that's going on in July 28th, man, I'm talking to my sister-in-law who's a Buddhist. I'm like, hey, come help us on this thing on the 28th. She goes, okay, sounds good. I mean, I'll help you raise money. I'm like, good. You can be, you know, you can be one of the connectors. You can be one of the foremen. Shoot, my husband will be a foreman. Good. Sounds fantastic. You work right with me. I need your help. And they're like, okay. So this is ministry, I think. And this is creating a whole new culture. It's way bigger than the quarterly. It's extremely, I think, can be very transformative. Okay? And so um, that's, that's what this process goes through. And um, you're, you're, as a leader, you really become the facilitator. You're not, this is what you can't do. You can't get up front and go, hey, kids, I'll let, we're going to talk about possibilities in ministry. We're going to do this. Take them through the process. And if it's not illegal or immoral, let them do it. <clears throat> And see where they go. Don't tell them why they can't do it. Ask them how they'll do it. Because they'll blow your mind. Like, how many of you have ever heard of GoFundMe? Well, if you haven't heard of GoFundMe, it's awesome. It's just this website. You can just go, hey, everybody, give me money. I've got this great idea. Give me money. That's what it is. That's GoFundMe. So, you go, so that's what they did. They started a GoFundMe page with the homelessness thing. Like, hey, we got this idea for $8 a back. Give me money. And people just start giving money. You're like, man, that's a good idea. I know. They have ideas. Let them present them. Make sense? So here's where I'm at. I think social experiences, life experience. Remember we talked about relationship happens when we spend time together, right? Time plus communication plus life experiences are working it. That's what really strengthens relationship. 
I think social activities naturally happen. So I don't have to have pizza party just for the pizza party. I want to have a planning party and let's throw some pizza in there. And let the social happen. Yeah. I know it can work. And I, I, here's, what, here's why I'm so passionate about this. I don't think that young people who do this leave the church because they know why church exists. And they're experiencing life at the level that God is wanting them to. It's not a dry faith. Not only that, like my daughter, I'm not going to have a conversation that we are Adventists, we don't drink alcohol. She's going to help so many homeless people that she's going to be like, I'm intelligent, I don't drink alcohol. I don't do drugs. I've seen. Yeah, you know what I mean? We, we have, we're in big trouble. We have created such a bubble society that our kids just stay inside and play your video games and you'll be safe. But the Bible doesn't talk about being safe because that mentality will destroy you. It's a consumerist mentality. You know, if, if something were to happen to my daughter if she was frontline for Jesus, I would mourn but I would praise God that she was living her faith, you know? I'm not suggesting this will be easy. This will be hard. And if you want to do this, you might have to scale back on other ministries of the church. Because I know you Sabbath school teachers. You're like, yeah, I'm Sabbath school, Pathfinder, ministries, personal ministries, deacon, elder, and I preach when the pastor's not there. You might find that this might encroach on that. But I'm going to tell you, whatever, whatever's producing fruit, whatever's winning more souls to the kingdom, do that. If it's not this, fine. But I mean, this has a chance to just be a lifestyle, an amazing lifestyle. Make sense? Um, let's pray. Dear Lord, uh, use these, these people for your glory, and I pray that this would, this, um, this would translate to churches getting stronger and stronger in, in, in discipleship and ministry. So Lord, bless them and uh, may your will be done in our lives. This is my prayer in Jesus' name, amen. This media was brought to you by Audioverse, a website dedicated to spreading God's word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse or if you would like to listen to more sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org.